What's up, Overcomers? Welcome to another episode of the Overcoming You podcast. I'm your host, Josh Kinudi. If you're listening to this on the day this episode comes out, happy Memorial Day. If not, still holds true and still goes through. I just want to kind of take this time just to give thanks and give homage to the 1.4 million active men and women in our military. And I was thinking about this the other day because May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And on May 22nd, biked 11 miles and ran 12 miles, but I did it in kind of two reasons. One, for the in homage or to symbolize the fact that unfortunately, the statistic is approximately 22 veterans per day take their lives to suicide. And I did one more mile to symbolize to all of you listening and to all the veterans out there to try just one more time, just to get up one more time, just to go after your dreams one more time. I know it's difficult. I know it's tough, but just one more time. You know, the interesting thing is on that run, I got to thinking, you know, in my life, I got maybe seven, maybe 10 people that I would lay down my life for with no questions asked, no equivocations. And I have, if I'm lucky, in my spirit of influence, in my family, and my friends, I have maybe one, maybe two people that would do that for me. However, as I was running during those 22 miles, I was thinking that the 1.4 million people in our military are willing to lay down their life for you and I, to lay down their life for someone they don't even know because they feel and they know that it's right. They go and lay down their life for our freedom so some bonehead can have a podcast and have these lofty aspirations and dreams of having this podcast reach millions of people so they can help millions of people overcome life's challenges. They're willing to lay down their life so you have the freedom to wave the flag or burn it. See, I do not care whether you are red or whether you are blue or whether you're conservative, liberal. I do not care. This is about humanity. This is about individuals' hearts. The fact that they're willing to lay down their life for you and the fact that 2,852,901 of them have already done it and given their life so that we have the ability to write nasty things on somebody's Instagram page or like do social justice warriors or say, I don't like this or I don't like that or I hate you or I dislike you. I don't know about you, but that's pretty impressive. Fills my heart up pretty big. But the thing that hurts my heart is the fact that almost 8,000 veterans a year die from suicide. The fact that the suicide rate for veterans is twice that of the national average and both of them are going in the wrong direction. The fact that the military gets so many things right that we in civilian life don't. See, they give medals for people that sacrifice their lives so that others can gain. But yet we give bonuses to people that sacrifice others so that we can gain. The fact that too often we get this, I'm, I do it by myself, pull yourself up by the bootstraps. I'm a self-made man, self-made woman. But yet the military has it right because the fact that when the Navy SEALs are in the back of the airplane ready to skydive out and achieve their mission... They put on all their gear, they check it twice, they do their checklist, but they're not allowed to jump out until they have their buddy system, their buddy, their comrade, their brother, their sister overlook them because they understand, the military understands that for some reason in our psychology, it's a lot easier to let ourself down, but it's virtually impossible to let somebody else fail when you know you have their life in your hands. I think that's one of the reasons why this podcast is really starting to take over and shoot up because it's really interesting to see that heat map of the listeners across the world and places I never thought this podcast would would go. In Sweden, Norway, Denmark, Australia, Canada, Brazil, Chile, 
even Uganda, and it's not because I'm anything special, but because I'm having somebody else's life in my hands because I know if this podcast can reach somebody, hopefully it can help them. And so I recommend that if you have something in life that you want to accomplish, wrap it around something larger than you. Wrap it around others because for some reason, it's so easy for us to let ourselves down, but it's virtually impossible to let down somebody you love. You know, it's interesting. I have a story or a remembrance. It was like 2003, 2004. I was at an airport traveling for business. And this young man, not more than 19, 20, 21 tops, sits down next to me. And I've had this thing ever since I was a kid. Actually, my father taught me one of the one of the few good things that my father taught me. But he said, anytime you see somebody in fatigues, go up and thank them. And so I've been doing this for a long time. And you would not believe the reception that you will give. So I highly recommend if you see somebody, especially in an airport, I usually go up to them, man, woman, and say, I don't care whether you're on the front line or you're pushing papers. I appreciate your service and I thank you for what you do. I can't tell you how many times tears have started to weld up in that individual because they've never been thanked before. Or you'll get some profound response saying, sir, I appreciate that, but it's my honor to serve you. It's my honor to fight for you. I mean, what a, what a stud, what a man. But going back to the story, so this kid's sitting there and I go, you coming or going? And he goes, oh, I'm going. I was like, where are you headed? He goes, oh, I'm going to Afghanistan. And me and my limited brain, my puny thoughts, and my just thinking of myself type of thinking, I go, ooh, gosh, man, sorry about that. And this man in a boy's body looked at me and said, sir, I appreciate that, but I take great pride in knowing that when I go over there, I'm sending a brother or sister back to their family. I mean, what a stud. What a fucking stud. See, as far as the military individuals are concerned, we don't know them all, but all of them we owe. You know, I wasn't going to put sponsors on this episode, but because of the mental health in this country, because of the mental health of our military service, I feel like this sponsor would be very advantageous because it's to help with the mental health. So I want to play just a quick ad from our sponsors, and then I want to play an amazing speech by Navy Admiral William H. McRaven, and then I'll end it with just a final couple words. Hey, Overcomers, I wanted to give a quick shout out to one of our sponsors, and it's a sponsor that I highly, highly recommend, and that's BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? As a friend, let me tell you, it's that person standing in the mirror. It's that thing in between your ears. It's how you deal with the mental side of life. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. This is not a crisis line. This is not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account 
any time and send a message to your counselor at any time of the day. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly or video phone sessions so you will never have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room like you do with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they can make it easy and free to change counselors at any time if needed. It's very important that you get the right counselor for you. And it's even more affordable than some traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. I love that. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read testimonials that are posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com slash O-C-Y. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, and join over 800,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of experienced professionals. And there is an exclusive offer for overcomers only. For listeners of the Overcoming You podcast only, you will get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash O-C-Y. Betterhelp.com slash O-C-Y. Now let's get back to the podcast. If you want to change the world... Start off by making your bed. If you make your bed every morning, you will have accomplished the first task of the day. It will give you a small sense of pride, and it will encourage you to do another task, and another, and another. And by the end of the day, that one task completed will have turned into many tasks completed. Making your bed will also reinforce the fact that the little things in life matter. If you can't do the little things right, you'll never be able to do the big things right. And if by chance you have a miserable day, you will come home to a bed that is made. That you made. And a made bed gives you encouragement that tomorrow will be better. To pass SEAL training, there are a series of long swims that must be completed. One is the night swim. Before the swim, the instructors joyfully brief the students on all the species of sharks that inhabit the waters off San Clemente. They assure you, however, that no student has ever been eaten by a shark, at least not that they can remember. But you are also taught that if a shark begins to circle your position, stand your ground. Do not swim away. Do not act afraid. And if the shark, hungry for a midnight snack, darts towards you, then summons up all your strength and punch him in the snout and he will turn and swim away. There are a lot of sharks in the world. If you hope to complete the swim, you will have to deal with them. So if you want to change the world, don't back down from the sharks. Over a few weeks of difficult training, my SEAL class, which started with 150 men, was down to just 42. There were now six boat crews of seven men each. I was in the boat with the tall guys, but the best boat crew we had was made up of the little guys, the Munchkin crew, we called them. No one was over five foot five. The Munchkin boat crew had one American Indian, one African American, one Polish American, one Greek American, one Italian American, and two tough kids from the Midwest. They out paddled, outran, and outswam all the other boat crews. The big men in the other boat crews would always make good natured fun of the tiny little flippers the munchkins put on their tiny little feet prior to every swim. But somehow these little guys from every corner of the nation and the world always had the last laugh. 
swimming faster than everyone and reaching the shore long before the rest of us. SEAL training was a great equalizer. Nothing mattered but your will to succeed, not your color, not your ethnic background, not your education, not your social status. If you want to change the world, measure a person by the size of their heart, not by the size of their flippers. The ninth week of training is referred to as Hell Week. It is six days of no sleep, constant physical and mental harassment, and one special day at the Mud Flats. The Mud Flats are an area between San Diego and Tijuana where the water runs off and creates the Tijuana Sloughs, a swampy patch of terrain where the mud will engulf you. It is on Wednesday of Hell Week that you paddle down in the Mud Flats and spend the next 15 hours trying to survive the freezing cold, the howling wind, and the incessant pressure to quit from the instructors. As the sun began to set that Wednesday evening, my training class, having committed some egregious infraction of the rules, was ordered into the mud. The mud consumed each man till there was nothing visible but our heads. The instructors told us we could leave the mud if only five men would quit. Only five men, just five men, and we could get out of the oppressive cold. Looking around the mud flat, it was apparent that some students were about to give up. It was still over eight hours till the sun came up. Eight more hours of bone-chilling cold. The chattering teeth and the shivering moans of the trainees were so loud, it was hard to hear anything. And then one voice began to echo through the night. One voice raised in song. The song was terribly out of tune, but sung with great enthusiasm. One voice became two, and two became three, and before long, everyone in the class was singing. The instructors threatened us with more time in the mud if we kept up the singing, but the singing persisted, and somehow the mud seemed a little warmer, and the wind a little tamer, and the dawn not so far away. If I have learned anything in my time traveling the world, it is the power of hope, the power of one person, a Washington, a Lincoln, King, Mandela, and even a young girl from Pakistan, Malala. One person can change the world by giving people hope. So if you want to change the world, start each day with a task completed. Find someone to help you through life. Respect everyone. Know that life is not fair and that you will fail often. But if you take some risks, step up when the times are the toughest, face down the bullies, lift up the downtrodden, and never ever give up. If you do these things, the next generation and the generations that follow will live in a world far better than the one we have today. And what started here will indeed have changed the world for the better. I absolutely love that speech. I love that speech. I know it's been going around for a while, but I absolutely love that speech. Just the final two things to wrap up this episode. Uh, one, there's two companies or two organizations that I highly recommend you checking out. And if you have the ability to help out or donate, I highly recommend it. They're not affiliated with the podcast. I'm trying to get one of the gentlemen on the podcast just to talk, but they're not sponsors or anything like that. One is StopSoldierSuicide.org. Just by the name, you can see what their mission is, but they're one of the best nonprofit organizations with the best heart. There's military men and women inside the organization in all levels on the board helping the organization or helping these individuals stop suicide because these people have a mental health and a PTSD and some darkness inside their their minds that you don't ever want to experience, you don't ever want to go through. 
trust me, I'm speaking from experience. You don't ever want to be there. And this organization is so amazing and they help out big time. I'll put the website in the show notes so you can just click on them and go see them. And the other one is Combat Flags. I'm having the gentleman that started that organization come on the podcast, but this guy is truly nothing short of short of amazing. He has a full 100% 9 to 5 job and on the side gig, he takes old worn fatigues and makes United States flags out of them and sells them. And every single dime goes directly to stopsoldiersuicide.org. And they work in partnership together. And he is really doing some amazing things. And he has a heart that you that I can't wait for you to hear. But that podcast is going to come out shortly. And lastly, you know, in this pandemic, we're talking about which businesses are essential, which businesses aren't. And if you're a military person or if you're in a military family, I'm here to say I thank you. I appreciate you, and you are essential. This country is the land of the free because of the brave. Remember, everybody, be kind to yourself.